welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to Extra Points. Cousin Sal here. Friday morning, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Salman not here producing. He's at the doctor. I, I, I think he is a doctor. The guy goes to the doctor so much. I think he's actually <laughs> he's going to surprise us and tell us he's a doctor one day. Either way, joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. What is happening, fellas? I actually have to apologize to you as, as my you employer. Why? I know part of my job is to tweet out the touchdown scores in primetime games. Right. And I just fundamentally just couldn't yesterday because I was too busy yelling and screaming at the television. <laughs> fundamentally, you couldn't do it? Could not do it. Something mentally. Yeah, yeah. definitely something. All right. Like so you had the Saints plus six or Saints money line or something? I had like Saints that. plus six and a half and I had the Saints on the money line, but it was deeper than that. It was uh-huh. like, because I'm also a Saints fan. Like, I know, like, I'm kind of addicted yeah. to picking the Lions as the pup of the week, but right. like, I'm a Saints fan through and through. That's where I'm from. So I'm, and I'm like, a, I've grew up watching the, uh, Mm-hmm. watching the games in the Superdome with bags on the heads, like all of that. So I've been there. For, I was here for this shit team for so long. And then like for the last like 10 years, they were good. But like, yeah, I was sitting here on Monday and I realized I went through like the stages of fandom, right? Uh-huh. Or not Monday, Wednesday. And like, you know, we had, I was like, you know, Taysom Hill's coming back. So hopefully, you know, they have another offensive weapon. team has got nothing offensive. They got nothing. They got no juice. Taysom Hill's coming back. That's all right. They're going to run them around. Sometimes we play wide receiver. Sometimes, and I said it here. I went back and listened just to make sure I said it out loud. If he throws more than 15 passes, it's going to get ugly. But if they run Trevor Simeon and have Taysom Hill... and they just let every single fucking play drop back <laughs> and threw the ball, not not 30 times, 41 times, 41 times through four interceptions. And I'm glad that he got, like, I'm glad that he stayed out there because I never want to have the conversation ever again. All right. It's evident. He's not a quarterback. That is true. Like he's, yeah. it's, it's not, he's not a quarterback. He hit two, not one, but two different defensive linemen in the saturation face took with another footballs. hit yesterday. No, it didn't. So, yes, it did. I don't understand why you pick at that when it's, when it obviously. Well, then maybe you're putting too much importance on the top 32 being saturated because we never see the top 32. That's my point. Well, that's fair. But yeah. I, what's not fair is exactly what Marty Weiss is doing right now. First of all, Muzzle tough to you, Sal. Thank you. Twenty-seven seventeen. I broke it. I picked twenty-eight sixteen. I'll take it a point difference. I know it's an ugly win. I don't care. They're all going to be ugly. Check back with me in a month. Hopefully, of course. In twenty-seven seventeen, uh, ignominious uh, final score right. for Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Uh, of course, yeah. Super Bowl thirty. That's right. Dallas Cowboys. That was the margin, the same margin of victory there. Um, yes. What Marty is doing is exactly what struck me watching the game and then listening to the reaction on social media and on radio and otherwise is this inability to acknowledge and contextualize what was happening last night. First of all, where Tyson Taysom Hill is concerned, you noticed the splint on his finger, right? Like, how are we to judge? No, I saw it. I don't. Sean Payton must not have. Shouldn't have been in there. Like, he shouldn't have been playing quarterback. Well, no, I know. But, I mean, how, how much are we going to indict the guy who had a splint on his throwing hand, one? And on the other side of it, and by like, this, this Saints team, I don't know if this, this team is a flawed team, and I don't know if they're worthy of the playoffs. Like, yeah, they don't have Alvin Kamara, who's the best running back in football. What are we talking about? Yeah. They, don't have, they don't have their quarterback who they started the season with or the guy who 
the, the guy who they would replace him with has a splint on his finger. Of course, they're flawed. On the other side of things, I don't know about this Cowboys team. The Cowboys, what ugly victory, that, how they won that game. Yeah, Zeke Elliott is plainly hobbled. They're, yeah. they're, they're banged up. Amari Cooper's coming back from, from the 19. He <laughs> Mikey has, Meatballs just reach for the volume. I, mean, I don't, but I don't understand the inability to contextualize these things. It makes me loco that, that well, we got to I think Martin's them. point, and I'm not going to speak for you, but Sean Payton should have seen that it wasn't working. The problem is they were in it in the third quarter. He ran for 110 yards. <laughs> And 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 Dan Quinn, to his credit, figured out. <laughs> oh, it just makes rocking back and forth. Mike McCarthy would have taken him nine quarters to figure out. Oh my God, we need to we need to load the box here. It, it, yeah. I mean, watching that game as a Cowboys fan, you're sitting there. You got to be sitting there looking. I get a Taysom Hill. He had a splint on his finger. But the reason why I am, am breezing past that is because I splint or not, you know, the, there's no evidence prior to like that he's been. I mean. If he, I think if you, if he, no finger or not, 41 times throwing the ball with Taysom Hill, I don't expect much better than 19 completions, like maybe 25, mm-hmm. but not much. I don't, I don't. Yeah, that nice touchdown pass early on. I think that was before the. But it's all got to be so schemed up. And the thing, and especially in the second half, if he's just taking off and running, it's 10 yards. It's 10 yards with the splint, right? right? It, it, so what did you want in? You wanted Simeon? I wanted, wanted Simeon the, in there. I want yes. knife kind of thing. Yes. Like, because like. I mean, what the Cowboys had? What Pollard was six for thirteen, or six carries for thirteen yards before he had the Boy, big run. Worst angle pursuit of all time. Oh my goodness! That, that team, just that was crazy. Just holding his hand down the sideline. It was just. But at that point, at that point, it's just all right. Well, if you're gonna play, you know, running backs at quarterback, maybe we just play linebackers at safety. Uh, right. well, we're just mixing things up. I'll give you this. Poor interception. I don't think he's worth ninety million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. Can we agree on that? But I, I feel like I am uh, a, a man on an island here who feels like, yeah, I kind of get it with Taysom Hill. I, I, I completely get what Sean Payton wants out of it. And if you like Lamar Jackson, and I know Taysom Hill is not equal to uh, Lamar Jackson, but the same thing, the same bang you get out of that, but in a more rugged style is what Taysom Hill can give you. So the thing, it's like Lamar Jackson's a sports car, Taysom Hill's a pickup truck, but they, yeah. they're doing it the same way. But the difference between the two of them is like Taysom Hill has not shown that he can play a full game of quarterback. If he, if you put him at quarterback for five plays, like on, like uh, Antoine Randall. Mm. In that, in that, in that, uh, in that bang, where like you know he might throw the ball, you know what I'm saying? But really, you're using him. He's running the ball down the field. That was when he was at his best, like running down punts and and playing fullback, and like that's when you were seeing all the. But I think when you're just, down ten, I know you're bummed that your team and they blew the cover and everything else. But when you're down ten late in the third, that's when Sean Payton's got to pull him. You're not going to run. They haven't been running on him. They haven't been effective. It's probably two or three interceptions in then. Throw Simeon and, in and it's not even pull him. It's just move him over. Yeah, just right. move him over. Move him I, I'll tell you. Well, listen, we're spending too much time on the Saints, who now were destined to not make the postseason. But this was the day. If they I know, won, but if they won today, this whole conference, everything looks different. I was pulling my oh, hair out. Man, I was pulling my hair out watching Taysom just truck guys and literally vault Cowboys defenders. And otherwise on that late third quarter drive, they punch that one in or even get three out of that one. The fourth quarter flows differently. They're not in a throw uh, in obvious throw spots there. At that point, they should go to Simeon down 10 in the fourth, but they all right. Simeon. I I mean, he'll almost gets him into the end zone there in the third quarter. And if he does, 
But like, you know, like you were but, saying, on that drive, he's jumping over people, running over people, doing everything but playing quarterback. That's what pisses me off about it so bad. He couldn't throw. But, that, he, but he's good. He's so good at everything else. It's not like it's not like Drew, it's not like Drew Brees. If you why didn't Drew Brees out there a right. wide out? You know he's not doing nothing. Taysom Hill is a good football player when used appropriately, and they were just like, no, we refuse to do so. We will throw the ball every play. Uh, I'm worried Martin's gonna have a heart attack because we have so much to get to. Yes, yeah. we do. We do. And I look, I'm not looking for uh, hey, Cowboys look great. What were they, Michael? Two for thirteen on third down or something? They, they, you, all, all said and done. You had more passing yards <laughs> than we did. <laughs> was, you had better time of possession. It, it wasn't great. Dak didn't look like he could throw down the field. By the way, against the team who was like twenty second in the league against the pass, twenty seventh against in the league uh, against uh, twenty plus yard passes. Like we should have been able to do more for sure. Zeke is banged up. I agree. Mike McCarthy, I don't know. We'll take care of your health, but maybe, I don't know, get him off. Raiders Raiders beat D.C. this weekend. Mm-hmm. I I mean, Mike McCarthy or whomever makes that final call should sit 21 for that game. Is that, yeah. Isn't that right? That's that's how that team gets right. That, oh, if you're the Cowboys. I think nine and eight takes it. People are like, oh, two more wins. I think one more. Honestly, I think nine and eight wins it, especially if one of the wins is against Washington, uh, who we have two of the next three weeks. I want to promote the arcade extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of free to play games. We have the prop quiz in the NFL. We have the head to head. Uh, Harry and I are tied for first place And there. I know. I know. It's not I've fun. I've had a rough, uh, yeah, it hasn't Do been it. a great fortnight. Check it out. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. You get a nice yellow hat, gold hat. I say yellow. It's gold uh, for winning one of our contests and our shop. Um, do it. Extrapoints.com. Hit the shop. 20% proceeds go to no kid hungry. And we got uh, extra points, jerseys. Um, we have hoodies. We have stickers. Wouldn't you like a nice sticker? Wouldn't that make you happy, Martin? Give you a nice sticker. No. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a, sticker. if, he, if oh, it seems like he needs a, pick he six needs to a, pick a fat guy who didn't even dance after the touchdown to blow the cover. Like that I was know. just, that was just a cherry oh, I was on so the worried top. about that. I was like this. And there was a penalty on the play, right? I'm like, these guys are going to go through a, an exhausting celebration. It's going to come back. A lot to get to. We got NBA, uh, NFL best games, conference championship odds. We'll get to all of it. Let's take a quick break. All right, check. Let's hit your game first. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, your home. I believe you're still getting four and a half on FanDuel.com slash extra points. Uh, For the record, my game this weekend Mm -hmm. is Pitt Wake. And the Kenny Pickett final chapter, the final bit of evidence going in to win the Heisman Trophy. But yes, on Sunday, perhaps Kenny Pickett will walk across the locker room as straight in in Heinz Field to the Steelers locker room in 2022. Some buzz about that. In the meantime, Lamar Jackson and company in town to to face the Steelers. I'm sorry to say it. I wouldn't wager my hard-earned money um, against the Steelers. It, it goes against my worldview. But... I mean, Baltimore, come on. What are we talking about here? The Steelers have given up 41 in back-to-back weeks. What's a, oh, you somebody, like, oh, you're saying Baltimore. Yeah, of course. What, are people are picking the Steelers here? Uh, well, Baltimore seems to play at a level of competition. They seem to get up to a really, really slow start. First of all, Pittsburgh first half, first quarter is probably the bet because Baltimore, not that the Steelers come out on fire, but look at John Harbaugh also as a favorite. Versus the Steelers, three, eight, and one against the spread as an underdog, 10, hmm. three, and one. I'm taking the Steelers plus the points, Mark. Yeah, I think the Ravens are going to win this game. Um, if this was a, like, they were, Pittsburgh was a three point underdog, then I'd be all over the Ravens. I like the Ravens. I, I'll probably bet it, but 
this four and a half scares me. I think Pittsburgh plus the points is probably the smart play. But I, like I said, I don't like to bet dogs that I don't think have a good chance to win. Like I think that this is like at this point in the year, that's probably a good you know. Way so to go like about I it. would want like I think Ravens will win, but all right, yeah, I so think Shaq is with is upset. They lose a game they could have won, kind of thing. I don't know. Close. Do you, you do think so? so yeah, I think it's going to be close. You're fi- they're they're finding the middle there, the Pittsburgh Steelers are? Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, it could, uh, Justin Tucker, who knows what that guy, he misses, he makes uh, it. So I, I, I think that the uh, you've, been, you've been clamoring for the fall of the Ravens for like since week two of, yes, of this yeah. season. And, I, and and they just have kept winning and kept winning and kept winning yeah, through maybe like they're sticking full of shit, glue. But this is how they Yeah, do. so I think I think they're going to just stick and glue Elmer's you don't tape it together and Here's Justin my, Tucker from 48 to win it and they'll, they'll win by two and won't cover. Well, here's my anecdotal pushback on that. I, this, and it doesn't answer what's going to happen in week 13, but hey, can you recall, and maybe I'm just misremembering something, but I feel like I have a pretty solid memory about the last 40 years or so of pro football. Has any team that just knuckleballs its way to victory every week, this, this uh, cardiac kids thing, is that sustainable through the playoffs? It is not. So this thing and, and, and Baltimore. Oh, you know, I think there have been years like that. Haven't the, didn't the giants do it a couple of times? And um, I don't know that Eagles team wasn't dominant either. That played the Patriots. one. No, they, yeah, they whipped everybody. They, 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 they were, they, yeah, they were, they were a juggernaut for large, for long uh, stretches yeah. in that season. But I, I know I seem ridiculous as this team now gets closer and closer to double digit wins. The Ravens, I don't buy them. I think they're fraudulent. I do think that there's a chance that the Steelers can, if they can keep seven, give them an extra beat. I think the Ravens can be had over the top. Look for big plays to validate your, you took your rave. I'm just, I'm telling you what could be. Of course. Of course. The other side could happen in a four point game, but you took, I'm just trying to support you. I'm just trying to show you that I, that I hear you You and I value your opinion on this. And I will say this, the Bengals are the pick to win the AFC North. I like them better. Plus two thirty. They have the hardest. They have no layups. They have no layups. In fact, I was just going to say this to you on FanDuel. Yes, to make the playoffs is minus 172. No is plus 140. They have coin flip games the entire rest of the way. Not one single layup. Like even like the Colts have have a couple. They have Denver coming to Queen City. That's a better, that's a, a, right. a more favorable matchup. I know, but everyone loves Denver way. against the Chiefs this week, but you wouldn't take, you don't think Denver could keep it close against the Bengals. You got the 49ers, the Chargers this week. Denver is home for that game. Is that what you said? Oh, it's in yeah, Denver Denver's home. for that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, so then that's a more Ravens matchup. at Bengals, Fair. Chiefs at Bengals, Bengals at Browns to end the season. Okay. Since he already whipped Baltimore once. And if they do that again, that probably is what gives them the division and it's more favorable odds. There's more value, obviously, in taking the Bengals for what that's worth. Well, I do like them this week. Let's let's set it up. Cincinnati three point favorite over your Chargers, Shaq. Mm-hmm. This is maybe your one whiff in the AFC. Not I, yet. I, I don't Not know yet. What's well, that's true. They could still that that division is is uh is kind of loaded. Um, and this is that AFC North, AFC West thing we mm-hmm. talked about. We're going to see one of these at least uh, every week for the rest of the year. I'm going Cincinnati. I just trust them more. I don't know how you trust a team that lost to the Jets and got crushed by the Browns like they did. But Mixon, I'm not even going to go over who was the better quarterback last year. Who is it? is it? Herbert or Burrow? Who's the 2020? Favorite Mixon, two weeks, 58 carries, 288 yards, four touchdowns against a team that's dead last in rushing yards allowed. I think you're, well, I mean, obviously you point to the favorable matchup for Cincinnati there. Mixon, I I don't see rightly where the answer is for the Chargers, but they're starting to get guys back and back up to speed. Um, And and that's got to 
change or else you're right. The Chargers are going nowhere, but I'm going to ride with the Chargers here. Freezer Bowl rematch, 1981, the AFC title game. Ken Anderson and Dan Fouts, the Chargers finally get it right. Um, Going into Queen City and vanquish uh, the Bengals there to, to salvage their shot at winning this. And my question to you guys is this now. Obviously, we talk a lot about the, the recurring point is in the 21st century, the number one seed has a outsized advantage to get to the Super Bowl. In the AFC, for real, is there any team that you can see stringing together three wins in January against good teams? No. Who gets that number one seed is so important, more so than usual. If the Ravens get it and they're, you know, they're inching closer to it. You know, maybe you can convince me if they have two home games that maybe Lamar well, Jackson in 120 minutes over the in the last couple of Januaries, right? I, I, I'm just saying that the, the yeah. point being that an extra game makes it very hard to imagine sure. anything get to game. a Super Bowl, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's coin toss. Five AFC teams can make the Super. Bowl. I think Bills are the champion. The winner of Monday night, I okay. think, gets the number one seed, and then that team has just a massive advantage to get to the Super Bowl then. Cause just the idea of anybody else winning three games that I could really think about, it would be, it is weird to say, but the Patriots would be the team that I could think could potentially go because you know, the, the the way that they play travels, right. They play good defense. They try, they're going to, they're going to run the ball. Like that's the type of, that feel like that. I hate it. They got to go away. I I'm getting text. Your shit team. I was like, all right, we, we're about to go up by 17 points here. By the way, we beat your shit team, which maybe has sparked this team to to, to what they're doing here in uh, New England. Martin, what do you, we'll go to that game in a second. What do you like in this? Uh, it's Cincinnati chart. and Cleveland. I mean, Cincinnati and the Chargers. I, I, I'm thinking with, I'd go with the Bengals. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game, though. I agree I think that. that this is going to be, like, over, be fun. over 50, like, total points scored. Mm-hmm. Like, probably. What kind of weather are we getting? In the 50, 60 range, provided that it, I'm pretty sure it's good weather. Or at least decent weather, not necessarily like turn the ball over because it's raining. Remember, it was no minus weather. seventy-five degrees when they played the Freezer Bowl <laughs> in nineteen eighty-one. I'm seeing rain, not not cold, but rain, fifty-eight degrees or something. All right, we'll see. Well, I just I think that this is going to be. I like, agree. With Chargers that. can't stop the run. I love the over in this one. I'm terrible at picking totals. Nevertheless, I'm telling you now, the over in this one. Let's yeah. hit. Uh, what is the over? What are, what are we going here, there? Uh, since I, it's 50 and a half. All yeah. Right. I was going to say, I thought it was 50. In the thirties each. Yeah. I think I see like, I see like Cincinnati 35, you know, chargers 30, like 31, yeah. 30, you know, like in that range, I'll take close, that. just high scoring, no defense. Washington football team traveling to Las Vegas. Doesn't seem to make a difference when you go East to West like this, the Raiders had, well, I guess both teams had that. No, wait. Washington played Monday. Oh, so Washington's on a short week. Mm-hmm. Raiders had 10 days off. It's still one and a half. It's a suspicious line, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. really? So they're saying on a neutral field, Washington is the better team. I'm I'm biting. I don't care. I'm taking the minus one and a half. Washington three and seven against the spread the last 10. I think this is it for Riverboat, Ron. I think that team's a little bit full of shit. They beat a Seattle team that was not very good. The Raiders, probably not as good as putting up 500 yards against the Cowboys like they did, like we last saw them. But I think they squeak out a victory. Martin, what do you think? I'm on the football team here. This is, this is the last leg of my, oh, right. of my prediction parlay, for lack of a better term, that Sean Payton blew up last night. I think the football team is <laughs> going to get a win here. And then I, I just, I really like, I, I agree with you, but I was high on the team early 
right? But then they kind of stumbled. Their defense wasn't playing well. But now that they just have a lot of talent, I feel like they have a lot of guys that you don't know about, but that play well. Like the uh, Terry McLaurin's, like, like DeAndre Carter's good, but I think the I think the Washington is going to win this game in part because I think the Raiders are pretty much toast. The, and they've been very good lately. The one thing though. Um, Washington is still 30th in the league against the pass and say what you will about Derek Carr. He's having one of his best years. He really is. Derek Carr is still it's a crazy. valid MVP candidate. The problem for him is, and for the Raiders is look at what they have left. It, you, you'll lose right. any enthusiasm for a final third of the season push because they really, after this game, um, have, have a, about as tough a schedule. Um, Honestly, a lot of it depends if Deshaun Jackson could work his way into like a big play situation every week because he's car averages 310 yards a game passing. It's number one. In the uh, in the league, Shaq. and they're trying to you know you, you can see the Raiders if you've been watching them they're trying to pound the ball they're trying to get physical too with Jacobs which they need to do then Derek Carr can um, can let fly the thing again contextualize Washington I know Chase Young goes down and everybody threw dirt on them when that happened but they're getting those weapons back they're a weird team Washington in terms of what their strength is like you say I agree. McCl- Curtis Samuel being back is a factor that they, they have a really interesting group on offense. I'm going to take the Raiders at home though, despite with you, I, I feel like a fair amount of success when the line is fishy, go against this, the side that seems fishy and take Washington. I'm going to take the Raiders with you. Know, you. Some of these lines have been so fishy all year. The Packers line is fishing every single week and we, we stay away from it and we should be, pounding them every week. They're 10 and two. And by the way, the Raiders have contributed to all the storylines that distract us, but we're now almost two years through with a pro football team, not having a name. It's very weird. I yeah. Mean, the wife, the football team. Yeah. That's the, That's the, ridiculous. The Raiders already. don't want to hear their name. The Washington team doesn't have a name. It's bizarre. Super Bowl 18 redo. Speaking of reading into a line, two and a half, the bills also not on a neutral field there. <laughs> I guess it's the same. Bills, Patriots, two and a half, 42 and a half. I don't know. I, I, I think the Bills got, I don't know if we should throw that Saints game out. They did have over a hundred yards rushing between the three backs and, and Josh Allen. He's going to have to take off. He's going to have to call his own number a little against New England. They're going to have to out scheme Belichick and they have him twice, right? They play yep. him twice. Yep. I think they win this one. Buffalo. I'll lay the two and a half. I'm on the Patriots. I I think the Patriots. I think Buffalo. I, both New England's going to win this, and like Dave said earlier, be in the driver's seat to get the one seed in the AFC. Hmm. Uh, and I I think that this is like I can't. You can't throw out. Josh Allen had two interceptions driving down the field. It's just the fact that the Saints were so bad offensively. Guilty they had nothing time. to do. They had, like that team, they they were they had to eventually Buffalo was going to score. But I think I don't buy this Buffalo team. I think there's much more like the Buffalo team that was like six and nine. I mean, they what they lost nine to six versus Jacksonville. Yeah. I think like if you're looking at which one of these two, like who is this more like, I think they're more like that team as opposed to the team that you saw kind of like track meet it in the right. Superdome on Thanksgiving day. You're surprised if they score like 35, that's for sure. With this team, with this Buffalo team. Well, that's the I, thing. They had, like they've had a few, like the, the games where they, if they get out to a good lead and they like, they shot, I think they shut Miami up 40 to nothing. So they, they have the potential to do that, but I just, it, everything has to go too right. Right. I don't see that happening. Shaq, I know we are, we're rooting against the Patriots, but 
I am rooting against the Patriots, of course. Um, I think the Patriots are going to win this one. Interestingly, uh, Kevin Hench on minus three. By the way, a gargantuan 90 minute uh, minus three. We appreciate you tuning into it because we felt that going into college it was somehow was, longer than the Beatles document. It was crazy. <laughs> I don't know how we how I don't know how it always happens, but it does always happen. I might have something to do with it. Either yeah. way, that you know what though, Kevin Hench is a blowhard too. Well, sure. for, you yeah. know he he deserves some of the credit too. Either way, we do a deep dive on college football and pro football, and he took the Buffalo Bills here. Yeah, but his thing is stupid. I get it. he's trying his to reverse jinx and whatever. I like and maybe I'm doing the same here with the Patriots. But also, I don't buy, I, I don't know if this is what you're getting at, Marty, but the Bills are, think it through now. Where do you like them in really tight games? Like, how do you feel confident with them in, in when it's in the fourth quarter? Do you buy that Josh Allen is not going to throw a bad ball somewhere? Do you think that Bill Belichick can't seduce the big ego of a big time QB into into one bad yeah, ball. I don't, I don't like with his, this week with a in a tight game. With his second, I, I mean, they have nineteen lead. interceptions already. The pay it's crazy. This yeah. is what Belichick figured out at the dawn of the millennium, mm -hmm. and everybody has come around over the years. Which is, you don't dominate a team and like hold them to eight points a game or whatever. Right. You turn them over. That's what the Patriots dynasty defensively has been all about is we turn you over. We'll get an extra couple possessions over the game. This is what I think they're well, going to do the to Titans Josh Allen. Had, Titans had 200 yards rushing. It didn't matter. I mean, imagine that for right. and they blow. They got blown out. But like to Dave's like to Dave's point, and I, I did it with the when they played Atlanta on Thursday night. He's going to give you. He, Belichick will give you something. It's just not what you want. Like Kyle Pitts was done for in that game. Mm. Like. Obviously, the, the, the Titans had no wide receivers, but they could run up and down all day. He's like, you're just not going to score. Yeah, like, that's we're, fine. we're going to punch the ball out when you're not expecting it. But yeah. to your point about uh, Belichick's defense and all that, it's supposed to be raining in Buffalo for this game. Oh, it's going to be fun. Oh, rain, rain, so. rain, rain means snow, doesn't it, at so, night? I, I got imagine. It. So you know, yeah. Josh Allen's ball handling is already... Uh, yeah, in western New York. What yeah. happened? Remember, the, it was only a few weeks ago, Patriots were taking holding penalties and they were fumbling the ball. I was like, oh, this is great. This is this is the Patriots team we want to see. They hung on that, get that, that crazy win against the Texans. And turned Here's the worst it. thing. Here's the worst thing of all about it is that if the, the Buccaneers go to the Super Bowl, and spoiler alert, unless the Packers get in their way, I think they're going to. Although I still am interested in your team, Sal. I do nah, buy Dak and company. But I anyway. know what you're saying. I, I won't watch the game if it's Bucks. Pass. It's Tampa Bay. But I'm not if watching it. I agree. I'll go and away. we need to go to the movies or something else to send a message to Goodell that this is where it is. Movies. We're not I don't want to be here for weeks on, on end after that. I don't want to hear about it. Whoever wins. If it's Patriots and Buccaneers, mm -hmm. here's the problem with it. We'd really be, you have to admit to yourself, look at mm -hmm. the man in the mirror. If it's Patriots and Buccaneers, it is such a fascinating Super Bowl that you would be you, you would be desperate to watch, except for the the um, rooting interests of people we know. Yeah, you want it out of spite. Uh, I, I, I've suffer. had a million of those though. Giants make it, Patriots make it. I, I can't root. But this like would I be the great. It would be the most awful Super Bowl and the greatest Super Bowl <laughs> going into it. Well, the Hedge brought up a good point. Up I think last best. week he said no. Patriots win. They beat somebody other than the Bucks. Let's say the Patriots beat Rodgers. 
And then next year it's Pats and Bucks and like, oh boy, then that's I mean, Jesus Christ. How I mean, is is Tom Brady in fact Jesus Christ? If yes. I'm like, is it gonna be forty five and still yeah. go? I mean, like and now it's like B twelve <laughs> before there, he's two months from playing in another Super Bowl. And I'm like, wait, I mean, come on. He got, in twenty twenty two he won't be good still, right? Good lord. It really is getting nuts already. Please, <laughs> please, Bills, beat them by seventy eight already. Be nice. And this. Let's pick our pup of the week. Now, Sheck, you've had success with this. It's an under dog of plus 150 or better. Um, Martin, we were out of this last week by Thursday. Now we took your Saints. You and I both took the Saints. We did. We did. Jack, who did you? Did you have the Steelers last week? I had to. I was backed into that a corner sucked. on that one. I had the Steelers plus 17 and a half. Fandle's got these crazy. Uh, I mean, you could adjust it to the moon. You can get like 15 mm-hmm. points added to the spread. And then obviously you put them together and it amounts to nothing. But I lost that plus 17 and a half like by 1045 a.m. That was disgusting. It really, well, listen, uh, disgusting indeed. I I was hot, I will say for the record, as a man who doesn't want to jive anybody, including the man in the mirror. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Where my hot streak with the pup of the week, big time dogs winning on the money line, um, was when the Bears, when Andy's Bears had the Ravens beat in right. Chicago two weeks ago. And I was like, I'm going to do it again. I can't believe another pup's going to come through. Uh, the and Ravens bane of your existence. It really, it, that ways. was disgusting. I'm going to shake things up. Can I shake it up? Sure, a little go ahead, bit do it. I'm not going to go with the, with pro football at all this week. I think I know where you're going. You know what you do? You picked the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. And so did I, I or Black wait, I picked gold. Them. I'm picking the team dressed like the Pittsburgh Steelers playing in college football. I'm picking the Iowa Hawkeyes (laughs) plus 10 and a half. You and I mean, I think you're crazy if you don't, if you're not betting Iowa plus 10 and a half, but I'm going to go the extra mile (laughs) to not just survive, but to live. And I'm going to bet them on the money line. Wow. Wow. I mean, the rivalry between Martin and, and Chef. There's plenty of charities out there that could use that donation. You don't like them plus 10. I I know you don't want it to happen. But you're taking money. And a half. We're not you're talking about plus 10 and a half. Well, the pup of the week I is want about you to weigh the underdogs that, that think they can though. win. Okay, but I want you to weigh in on plus 10 and a half. I'm, I, I, I'm okay, well, you know that that's right. Here's the thing. I think we're going to know right away in that game. And I think that doesn't mm-hmm. matter, except if you're alive better or something. We're going to know. I I think the plus 10 and a half is nice. I don't know that I'm going to, that they're going to pull off the upset. I don't think they are. That Haskins and Corum are great, but this Iowa Running back's pretty good too. Goodson, it's a hundred yards uh, or more in three to last four. I just I, I think it's close. I think it's low scoring too. I like mm-hmm. Michigan under twenty seven total points. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I just I don't. I, Michigan <laughs> cannot lose to Iowa in the Big Ten championship game because I have to go home at some point and deal yeah. with my uncle. Oh, all right. Well, let's alert the media. I didn't know that wrinkle that he well, can't. He I can't. Mean, they have to. Can you call the same person you were going to call if you went to the movies just to let Goodell know <laughs> that you were protesting? My pup of the week. Go ahead. It's super messed up, by the way. Listen. I went through it. If if Michigan does lose that game, it really gets messed up fast. Oh, yeah. They lose that one. Sorry. No, it's all good. My pup of the week. I'm going back to the well. What I'm, you doing? So on Wednesday, I asked you about the Jacksonville Jaguars having the worst record. Uh, wow. Part of the reason why this they're going to the have monster. the worst record 
Is, oh. is the Detroit Lions are getting a win. To, oh. <laughs> the Detroit Lions are going to beat the Minnesota Vikings. The last time, look, I bet on the Vikings. I thought the Vikings had, they, you know, they're competitive. They're going into the playoff hunt. They go to San Francisco and Kirk Cousins lines up behind the guard on fourth and whatever. It was fourth and goal with however much time left. He says it, it was, was a mistake. He uh, says he knows the rules. It was a it mistake. Was the, but, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, no, no. And Dalvin Cook is officially ruled out. I just saw it on Twitter two seconds right. ago because I was wrong about Kamara earlier this week. I'm sorry about that, Dave. Oh, yeah. By the way, you were wrong about Kamara. You assured me that he was playing. Yeah. I put him into my fantasy lineup. I took him out just in time. Too. <laughs> I didn't take him out in time. Oh, no. Well, I, I'm sorry. You get a big zero. When I'm wrong, I say. I'm. All right. But you, you're running backs out, too. I understand that. But the, line, the, the, the Lions are going to score points regardless. DeAndre right. Swift, that doesn't matter. I don't know how the Lions <laughs> are going to win this game. But. But but the Detroit Lions are going to beat the Minnesota Vikings without Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson is going to be that much wow. more upset after the game because he's lost wow. to Detroit. All right, I can't make fun of no, I can make fun of that because they don't have, they don't have a win. But mine is not much better. The Bears plus two ninety over the Arizona Cardinals, who are coming off a bye. Hmm. The Bears have ten days rest. The Cardinals have ten five road wins by ten plus points. I don't know if I've seen that a lot. Like did the '85 Bears do that? I'm not sure. I it's funny because I mentioned this earlier in the week that the Cardinals I feel like stand as the front runner by record in pro football as the most not not we we had this conversation a year ago when the Steelers were 11 and 0 and people were like they're overrated like uh. rated who rates pro football teams <laughs> what does that mean the record is their record preseason polls nine and two. At the Cardinals are the only team with with as few as two losses. I just think, and nobody calls them overrated. Nobody talks about them, period. People are dying it's to cross so weird. them off their right, list of when they're right. trying to figure out the top two teams in the league. They don't even want to deal with the Cardinals because they feel like Kyler, has, I, know, I think it's about a month that he hasn't played since Wait, and, after and, the bye and everything. Can we talk about that for just one moment, please? Because it's been about a month since he's played yeah. and just came across on on the whatever, on the time. Kamara's playing? No. Oh. <laughs> but him, uh, Kyler, and Hop are game time decisions Still. for the fourth week in a row. I thought it was looking good for that. But how, like, the... The only reason the injury That's report so exists bizarre. is so people can bet on the game. That's it. They like what is? How can you be a game time decision four weeks in a row? One right. of those weeks being like, and, and you didn't even play one. Yeah, I mean every every game now. It's like we're not sure of the quarterback. Really, it could be Colt McCoy against Justin Fields. It could be uh, Andy Dalton against uh, Kyler Murray. But Dodgy stuff, by the way, with the uh, with these uh, injury. That's reports. what I'm saying. It's, it's getting worse and worse. That's if you're if you're Kyler Murray and New Hopkins are game time decisions, then if they play, I, you know, I hope they're 100 percent, but then they shouldn't be 100 percent. Right. If you're running it up to game time, then it should be like we should see like, oh, you can see Kyler's out there, but he's not he's not himself. Right. Right. I, exactly, but I feel yes. like we like, don't know because they put well, what people. Could they, what are they, what do you say? Like now it's Friday morning. What would you? What would you prefer at this point? Say, yeah, he's going to go, and like, then he uh, doesn't go? I would rather, like, either... Or he's out. Like a, yes, like, just cross him out. If he's not going to go, mm -hmm. but, like, if you're... Like, to, if you are a game-time decision, I should be able to turn on Fox or CBS or whatever and see you in a T-shirt warming up. And it's like, oh, he couldn't hype it up. And then the other thing, if you're a game-time decision last week and you... Are, presumably have been rehabbing and preparing for this week. How are you? How are you still a game time decision 
four weeks later. He really so does then you create, weren't one four weeks I ago. I thought I heard reports that if they didn't have a bye, he could have played last week. I heard that too, right? but also, I mean, it really is borderline kind of fishy stuff because with, you know, sports books and otherwise emerging more and more oh, yeah. that, that things are getting looser with the IR and t- with, with the injury reports yeah. versus tighter. It's, I get why you would do it. I would do COVID's it too. If I thing. were a head coach, I'd COVID's be like, I don't know if my guy's going to play. Yeah, I, I completely understand if you, if you fail the COVID yeah. test or if right. a guy pulls his hamstring in warmups, like all of this thing is fair. It's just, if you were a game time decision four weeks ago and you are one today, then you weren't four yeah. weeks ago. If you have inside information, yeah. right? That, Isn't you that kind of, you were out, you were, Sure, that's what they're afraid of. That's what the league is uh, terrified of. All right, but back to my pick real quick. This is going to be, no, it it depends on not Kyler Murray. Well, of course it does. But even if he plays, he's going to have a slow start, I think, after being off a month. David Montgomery has to have a breakout game. This Arizona defense, as good as they've been, and it's better actually than the offense, but they're 31st in rush defense between the tackles. Bears need to own time of possession, much like the Packers did against Arizona. And then on Monday, we don't have to put Arizona in our top two teams. Wouldn't that be nice? We wouldn't have to worry about it. Plus two nights. They really are an inconvenient truth, aren't they? Well, it's it's because, again, Kyler hasn't played forever. So everybody wants to see like Colt McCoy just fall off the cliff. You know what I'm saying? They're winning with him too. It's so crazy. But it is interesting, you know, from a narrative going into January, you know, at some point, if they get the number one seed, which we're all waiting for them to mm-hmm. fall by, they're like, ah, that was a fun story, Cardinals. We'll see you in 2022. Right. You're playing with the big boys. Now you're not going to be you know, winning Lambeau. But if things run through Glendale, Arizona, with that offense, if Kyler gets right, I, I, then all of a sudden, they're really like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott, all things run through Arizona. That would be weird. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but and then again, this team does it well on the road. The, that you'd be more surprised if they won road games, but it doesn't look like they're going to have to play um, too many five road wins by 10 or more points. All right, let's go to the player prop of the week. This is also big on Fandle quarterback, running back wide receiver. You could pick who will be the best, the number one scorer actually yardage wise in these three categories. I'm going Mahomes again, you know, like three weeks ago, I said Mahomes mm. every week, the number is plus 700 plus 750 for to have the most passing yards. Just do it week after week after week. And I went against my own advice. And what did he do? He lit it up against the Raiders. I think he's going to do the same against a Broncos team that he's seven and zero against. He averages 260 plus yards. Um, the other thing I like about this, it's a Sunday night game. So I could watch what everybody else does. I'm like, all right, this is a number I have to beat mm. versus hmm. You know, there's still 20 quarterbacks left. If I pick a uh, 1 p.m. start, I'm taking Mahomes plus 850. Martin, what do you like? On top of the Mahomes thing, Mahomes, I believe, is third in the NFL with touchdowns right now. I think four behind Brady. Yeah. And you can still get him at like plus 800. I know. What does he have for MVP, you're saying? Right. No, for, uh, to lead the league oh, in touchdowns. Oh, I got you. I got you. You can to lead the league in touchdowns. Oh, you can interesting. still get him at like plus seven, plus eight. Really? All right. Yeah. Let's so I was like, I want to check into that if there. you're thinking that he's going to run. At least a couple of days ago, you could. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it on Monday or Tuesday. Um, my player props, I'm not, I'm not going to curse a player this week. Instead, okay. I'm going to curse a whole game. Weekly special, the Chargers at the Bengals, highest scoring game on the board this week, mm. plus 550. Wow. All right. You guys said that earlier. I think I think that, I think that has a chance to go up to 55, 60 total. Both teams in the uh, both teams in, in the, the 30s. 30s. All right. You're right about Mahomes is eight to one for passing touchdowns. Brady's favorite plus 125. Shaq, 
Well, of course, the highest scoring game of the weekend is going to be Wake Forest Pitt 71. That's the that's the total. Yeah. They're going to blow past that by halftime. The um, um, I'm going to go with that same game that Marty just mentioned there. I'm going Justin Herbert plus 700. Hmm. I think that he has uh, a big yards. day there. And, you know, with Mahomes, where he's concerned is what's emerged. I, the, the think globally, act locally thing. Everybody watches their team play and say, boy, it's unsatisfying. Not a ton of deep balls, not a not a lot of success throwing the ball downfield and that's especially vexing the Chiefs supporters because that's what you've got sure. used to seeing with Tyree Kill. Patrick Mahomes ha- that the Broncos are going to force him to throw it underneath. That doesn't mean he can't have a big day, but he is having to skin the cat a little bit differently. He does year. kill them. I don't get it. What do they've done? Are they three and one without uh Von Miller now? Very strange. Mm-hmm. Very but strange. that well that defense is legit. And yeah. they can and they can bang you on the ground too. And they're not there. Teddy B is their limitation as good as he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can continue to knuckle their way through things and get into the postseason. Right. Um he but they, they, Javante Williams and Melvin Ingram, or I mean Melvin Gordon um behind that line can can beat up the Chiefs. I'm I'm very interested in that game. We'll see. History is on the Chiefs' side. I think uh, the last time they played was close. The four times before, I think the average margin of victory was like 19 points or mm-hmm. something. Crazy so you're like taking that. that. So you're yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs. The, I think uh, I think they're right. Nine and a half still oh, is where man. it is. I'm taking still the Broncos. Nine and a half. You like you the Broncos? Me, you got to give me Teddy two gloves and ten points. He might need three. Well, give, give me anybody cold. against the Chiefs with a heavy uh, a heavy number but, on it. The Chiefs how about Teddy? almost never cover, right? Twenty four and five against the spread on the uh, uh, as a dog on the road. He is, but we know what Andy Reid is at, off a of bye and like at seventeen and three or something like that. Mahomes hasn't lost it. I know it's a big spread, but I, I think it's how the game goes, right? If the Chiefs are up ten nothing, now it's all Teddy two gloves. It's mm. not ground and pound, and you know. Uh, stuff like that. All right. NFL regular season heading into the final month of the year. They've given us a big week 13 matchup between Denver and Kansas City. Look at that. FanDuel Sportsbook about to make it even bigger. They're giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can win 150 bucks on a $5 bet. Yes. Same game. Parlays. You got prop bets, passing yards, all that stuff we went over. Oh, Martin has a highest scoring team for the weekend. FanDuel sports betting made simple. and They're always hooking you up with great offers. Number one rated sports book app in America. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. And when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. If you're already a FanDuel Sportsbook user, FanDuel's hooking up customers with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, the friend gets $50 too. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Sign up with promo code extra points. Between this Sunday night matchup, you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Just remember to use promo code Extra points so they know we sent you exclusively FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, let's go to college. Um, okay, this Brian Kelly thing is terrific. He gets, so Notre Dame has a, sorry, Brian Kelly shows up to LSU basketball, right? He goes to the crowd and meatballs, do we have this here? Thank you. <laughs> a deep, deep southern drawl all of a sudden. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be, to be a, a Tiger. Louisiana, but more importantly, 
Overnight, he became Mitch McConnell. I'm here with my family. <laughs> Turns into Blanche Dubois. I know. <laughs> okay. That's good. Uh, Bart, what the hell did we witness there? I mean, uh, you're probably too young to see um, to remember Alice, but he sounds like Florence Jean Castleberry all of a sudden. It's, he's flow. <laughs> flow, big well, enough. He's from the Bayou. You should evaluate the the quality of the say, Bayou impression. How do you it do? is. It's funny though because when you get off the plane, there is a level of like when you. It, I was doing Come the on. same thing. No, I'm not. I'm not excusing him at all. But it's like I I realized I was looking I was looking in the fridge and I'm like ah what are we doing here and I'm like oh this is me doing Dave Damashek looking in the fridge right right so I mean Brian Kelly I think what people <laughs> are missing about the family thing he first of all he's not very good at like speaking in the microphones right like he had that thing oh I like, he's my favorite now <laughs> yeah that thing coming off the field uh, this field uh, uh, coming off the field after one game or whatever and he was like I'm gonna go execute my players and he was like. And then people got pissed off and he was like, I was telling a joke. Yeah, like, right, the difference right. was like That's the first true. guy who said it was funny. You think this was a joke too? No, I don't. I just think what people are missing is he said, y'all really like me and I haven't even won all my games yet. He claims uh, he's going undefeated Oh yeah, in the SEC on day one. Walking in there, everybody's so caught up on family. And I get it because it was a weird way to say that. You know what? Maybe he can. it's an easy thing to say because then he could be like, yeah, that wasn't me. That was some Southern guy who jumped <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to win. He said, I haven't even won all my games yet. That's what I was like. Okay, this guy really does have a nice little twang here going. Many thoughts. One, for the record, Brian Kelly is from New England. Okay. So first of all, one. Two. South New England, I, though? Uh, how, how far? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty like, close. What street? I love, but I mean, the, 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 like, how much he sounds like a character from Streetcar is, is just the greatest to me. Like, I've always counted on the, depended on the kindness of tigers. Like, it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's a tiger and thing. he's now cast himself. And unfortunately for the school that just hired him as the villain in in a conference that includes Alabama and Nick Saban. Now, uh, Brian Kelly is the villain here. Notre Dame is the hero of this story. We all are morally obligated against my will. I don't like Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame. They reside They move South Bend up to Mount Pius would be a better place mm -hmm. for the Notre Dame fighting Irish football program. Except for now, we have to root for them. And I hope they make the playoff so that Brian Kelly has to watch them go to the playoff. Of course. And I've always said, every time I go to New Orleans, you know, people always say, oh, I couldn't live in blank town because I would gain so much weight. That really is true about New Orleans. If you lived there, I would gain 65 pounds inside of six months because they but don't you even... you gain a, a thick southern drawl inside of 10 minutes. Perhaps <laughs> not, but along with the southern <laughs> yeah. drawl, we have to get... we I, the, the wish isn't just for Notre Dame to make the playoffs and for the Tigers to go, oh, and whatever next season, but also for Brian Gell Kelly to gain 290 pounds over I, the next year. How funny would it be if he just turned into a giant blimp of a man? I love it. We'd just like to go on the record and say, do not want LSU to go 0 and 11 next year. You don't? No. Nah, oh, that's right. I, no, I just like the um, I love that clip, but here's what I worry about. I worry Lincoln Riley hears that and says, and it's like, oh boy, should I start sounding like Snoop Dogg? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to say that, a valley girl. Is that Even better no, than no, no, right? Oh, boy. This is a, this opens a big can of worms. <laughs> I will th This rolling. Brian Kelly thing is going to be weird, man. Because, like, people in Louisiana are a different type of person. Like, right. Like, not to be like, I know everybody's got their own quirks and unique, but I've never, like. They're very nice, you though. Can, you they'll, can they'll, let, they'll let somebody. a lot go. 
Yeah, but you can spot somebody going to New Orleans on like in the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was spot somebody going to New Orleans, spot somebody going to Detroit. Like, I guarantee they're gonna be on my flight. Oh, really? Yeah, but but like Brian Kelly wouldn't have never been one of the people I would have spotted. Like, yeah, he's going to New Orleans. Maybe during Mardi Gras, he's like, an illusionist. He flies down, and he, but he's I just don't. Like, I love it. I think the idea like him not being able to recruit and stuff like that that's ridiculous. Well, like, well, they're so the same it's guys so, anyway. Right? It is. It, it, it's really. Uh, a fascinating thing that specifically what the Bayou yields, you know, there it's a funny phenomenon that I guess you can kind of explain by like generation passing down certain skills to the next generation, but much like Pittsburgh has had so many hall of fame quarterbacks weirdly, like why is that place yielded somebody the Bayou uh, 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 specializes in dynamite pass catchers and DBs. That's the thing that they produce like nobody's business. They're just so it's hard to imagine that Brian Kelly won't be able to recruit it to a degree, but Mm -hmm. Little bit of a late jump here and everything going against Bama. I, I I can't help it. I'm sorry. It feels like he's allowed to move and everything, but doing it when his current team had a chance or maybe still has a chance to get into the final four to ditch at that point and uh, the way he did it at 7 a.m. dirty and everything. I, I just, I'm rooting against them. It's supposed to stop us in our tracks when they're like, what about his family? He's doing what's right for his family. Like, that's the new... His family? Hey, he's got brain cancer. Leave him alone. Like, oh, boy. Oh, all right. Oh, I forgot about the family. Family would just be just fine there. Like, right. That's, that's <laughs> like other factors. The family. Um, let's go to Brian <laughs> Kelly's uh, SEC. I hope he gains I hope you he gains 400 pounds. How great, great would that be? be great. Uh, George, Alabama, six and a half. The Sharps are on Georgia here. You guys know how many games... This breaks a streak of how many games Alabama was favored in. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Alabama has been favored in 11 games a year, approximately 40 games in a row. Okay. Shaq. I, I mean, I'll uh, just, uh, yeah, I'll say, uh, I'm trying to think of when the last game that you thought like, Ooh, Clemson, one of those matchups. Yeah. I, I, 45, 92. Sheesh. Wow. They play 12 games a year. It's <laughs> eight, almost the decade, eight years. I thought maybe, maybe going against Clemson, they might have been in like a, like a, maybe a one point. It's so nuts. Pick them or something. And here's how I'll analyze this. And I'm not saying they should pick the spread this way, but you could make a case that the spread is way too low here, except for the 92 game streak as a favorite. They had four common opponents. Average margin of victory for Georgia was 28. Average margin of victory for Bama was nine. So I'm not saying the spread should be 19, but I think this is a beatdown. Hmm. I think Stetson Bennett gets it done. Oh no! I think they're going to look up. It's going to be 17-3, and there's going to be no coming back from that. There's a, an argument could be made Georgia doesn't care as much about this game, but I just don't think that's the case. Georgia big. I just I I can't see Nick Saban like he owns everybody that's ever worked for him. Like as soon as like he he's 24 and one against his former assistants. I'm just going to take that number. All right. Especially if I can get it as a dog. Shaq. I'm taking Georgia. I do think there's significant weight that goes well beyond one matchup. I hear exactly what you're saying, though, Sal. That's the thing that's interesting is Georgia knows going into this game mm-hmm. that they're, in they're still in. Yeah. But you're not going to take it easy because you don't want Bama back in there again. It, it's too in much. In the final four. And yet. Bama could still be in if they lose, right? So they could play him again next. I mean, it wouldn't be higher than a, a four. 
it so would be you end up playing crazy games. It would be I, I well, mean, get ready. So get outrageous ready. to get do that. Ready. I I'm not saying that you're wrong that that would that that would mm-hmm. as a potential outcome here, but first of all, I think Notre Dame has to get the nod over Bama, right? And I also think for college football, if that goes on in the committee. If this is a consideration where they're talking about stuff like, well, Notre Dame doesn't have its head coach, so we have to ding them a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think from a, you know, a merit standpoint or from a, a, a sense of justice, isn't it a better look if you're a human being in that room debating who to send? Like, we're going to send two lost Alabama who just lost to Georgia. Yeah, we still are going to put them in over Notre Dame. Isn't it, doesn't it send a better message for the future of your sport to say, we're going to, we're going to give those kids a reward from Notre Dame and put them in instead. And I know this is crazy, but I'm going to say it anyway. If Iowa beats them, I I don't know if you, or maybe Ohio state, I don't think that makes sense. If Pitt beats Wake Forest, they should be, (laughs) they're not going to be, I'm not saying they're going to be, I'm just telling you. The idea that when you see something, it's like the Matt Millen thing. Like what Matt Millen, hey, he knows about, he knows about, I'm just saying this. The idea (laughs) that Bama would go to the national championship game or would go to the final four. Over Pitt. After they, not over Pitt. I'm just, I'm making a joke about Pitt. But the idea that you would send two lost Georgia, I mean, a Bama, who lost to Georgia head to head. If you have that evidence, now if it's a last second field goal, whatever, maybe it changes my mind. But it's the same thing as when people turn to Matt Millen. Like, what's your thought on personnel? Like, well, he did it. He he was a GM, so so his opinion has merit. Like, no, no. Matt Millen is the last person to ask because he is one of the few people who's been in that seat and did terribly at it. I'd rather listen to what you think about it, Sal, than what somebody who's already been. Georgia, I mean, it if depends Georgia on beats the Bama, they don't get another bite at the apple. You don't get another shot to win. Well, you just in said this if tournament. it's a field goal game, maybe. But I, I do think it, it has to do with how this plays out. If they win by 17, maybe say goodbye to Alabama. If it's close, but I still think Gosh. they get it. Uh, here's what. Here's what. Uh, let, let's just go these, through in, these real quick. Alabama's going to win. We know where we stand on Michigan, Iowa. We already gave that out. Um, tonight is Oregon, Utah. I think Oregon upsets them. I know they got spanked down in uh, Utah. They're five and two against the number in their last seven as an underdog. Martin, real quick, Oregon or Utah? Utah. 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 Trail really? continues. They, okay. They whipped them once. Why not again? Well, I know Jeff Schwartz. I think Crystal Ball pulls us out. Uh, you know, as they look at me, another Pac-12 championship. Houston, Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's statement went eight and three in the last eleven home games uh, against a spread. Ritter, good, good enough. Three thousand yards. Uh, and I think Houston is like one and ten against top ten teams in the last eleven. What do you think, Mark? I like Cincinnati. I like Ritter too. I think Cincinnati. he's going to be a good. Yeah. Player. Good. I like, yeah, I like Ritter too, by the way. And yeah, Cincy at home, they understand last year they stumbled in the Mm -hmm. same spot when they knew they needed the win, but that was more tenuous and they were busy belly aching about it. They know now a housing against uh, the Cougars puts them into the final four. I think they deliver it. For sure. Um, Dave Aranda's team, 13-4-1 and one against the spread in their last 18 as an underdog. I think this is the upset bell or over Oklahoma State. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. I And I actually have a buddy of mine who played for Baylor, and he's been telling me all week. Really? This is the bet. He all right. He doesn't gamble, so it scares me, but he's like, this is the bet. What's his name? J.D. Piquel. Oh, all right. I didn't even think you'd give the name. Shaq? I'm with you again. Same reason I like Iowa over Michigan. You mm-hmm. have a signature win like that, and you're 19. Maybe you're a little in your head, not focused on right. the matter at hand. 
I like Baylor here. They beat him by 10 Oklahoma State did yep. earlier in the year, but I think a um, little revenge here. And Pitt Wake Forest, I honestly think last possession wins. Um, Sam Hartman is, uh, you know, not going to be in the Heisman consideration, but 34 touchdown passes. They put up 170 on the ground average. Team with the ball last wins. I'll take Wake Forest plus the two and a half. Pitt one and five against the spread last six neutral sites. Shaq, you're taking Pitt, obviously. I'm going to take Pitt uh, in the name of spirit should be a shootout, of course. And Kenny Pickett uh, primarily is, uh, is my rooting interest here. Well, I listen, 11 wins is, is nothing to turn your nose up at, but Kenny Pickett's Heisman hopes. I think this is a talk about bad looks for college football. You brought it up earlier and it really is an interesting point. If people are submitting their ballots, if you have a vote, it's not uh, 1985 where you have to get it in the mail. I want to make sure it gets there in time. Post, right. I want the, the, the post date to be, <laughs> You can email and what I don't understand why you would do it in advance. If Bryce Young throws three picks and, sure. you know, and he still gets it. I mean, then throw the Heisman out the window. It has no more value. Well, you're certainly used to losing trophies. So I could see you throwing the Heisman out. <laughs> well, you the know window. how I treasure yeah. a, a, tro- uh, a trophy. Martin Pitt, Wake Forest. I feel morally obligated to bet on Pitt or pick Pitt. I'm not going to bet on it, but bet the oh, I said, I said, I said, oh, rewind. I feel morally obligated to pick Wake Forest. Good. Okay. After after what? No, you said it. Nope. It's on. Re- now it's on record. <laughs> like, no, you rewound it. So I hear something. Babyface Joel Solomon's not here today. He's at the doctor. I think. Um, I don't know what it is. Is he um, transitioning? I'm not sure what he's doing at the doctor, but uh, he puts in the outline. He had suggested that Sal Martin and Dave all make their predictions for the college football playoff. Four teams will be on Sunday night. The loser has to bring donuts for the staff next week. I think this is just his idea of how to get free donuts um, on Monday. <laughs> but how Brian he, Kelly plan? Well, how does this right. work? Two of us will be losers, right? Do we both bring donuts? Two of us? But how about we go one through four? I'm going to pick one through four. I'm going to say Georgia one. Michigan holds on, but doesn't cover. They're two. Cincinnati three. Sorry, Sheck. Alabama four. That, that'll be my four. Let's see who's, if any of us Sweet are right. Jesus, and we'll that sucks. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Martin. I know I'm springing this on you, but one through four, what's it look like? I think I would go, I think Alabama wins on Saturday. So I think they'll go to one, Michigan two, Georgia three, Cincinnati four. Okay. Jack, oh, how do, I, how do we even make this work? Uh, Georgia one. Pitt one. Oh, no. Georgia. Right. I mean, I kid about Pitt, although it would be if they could have just won. All right. All right. Miami game. What would they, where, where would this be? They would have a real shot at it right now because the way this thing's going to break, they really would. Don't worry about it. Don't in worry. the final Don't four. Oh, my God. It makes me crazy. All right. Casey still will still well, look just, at his. You could think about it like this, Dave. The, think about all the blood pressure you're saving. About That's how true. angry you would be about the state of college football if Pitt was actually if Pitt was in the position Cincinnati was in. The football gods right. really did deliver all of you a but, gift. Because if Pitt were like at with one loss, we're like nine. Like yeah, they're not going to. I feel we heard pass. about it enough. Well, guess anyway. what? I mean, you'll hear about <laughs> yeah. it again if they yeah. if they smoke Wake and Bama gets in, then I will belly. Give us your four. Cincinnati. One? Notre Dame's going to get in. No, We're doing an order here. We're I said Georgia, order. Cincinnati, too. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, you know, now I'm backed into a quarter. Now it is Notre Dame, and it's... Forget it. You already lost. And Oklahoma Mark, Mark State. And I have no, 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 no. Oklahoma State, three. Notre Dame, four. I'm going to I'm gonna go against the Baylor pick so because... you're going to have to lose. Right. That's pretty much the only upset. There. That's it. Okay. That's Fine. it. And then Notre Dame gets it out of uh, a sense of justice. Wait, who'd you say was four? 
Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Okay. And Oklahoma State is through. Right, Reverse myself track. on Baylor because the the chaos of uh, Baylor winning and Iowa winning is too much for me to fathom, and it does put uh, Bam into the title game, <laughs> especially if they lose by like twenty That's points. Amazing. Imagine them getting in. Oh yeah, and then and you know what? And then what that would mean is too. By the way, mm-hmm. is that that's your semifinal too? Right. It, they run it right back. It's a, if Bama gets in, they are the four seed. You know they have a fictional line: Georgia, Cincinnati, which is what it would be right now. One versus four. What do you think? Of it? What is? What do you think? Georgia by fourteen. What do you think? Uh, twenty-one. Right in between seventeen and a half. Right in between. Exactly in between. That was a good game last year. It was a good, I know. I like the people. Uh, that, that, wait, you put, go ahead. Put Cincinnati in or you'll see what happens to them right. against Georgia. Let's see what Georgia does against anybody. They'll do, they're going to probably do be. that to Bama this week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, real quick, NBA. Uh, Suns 18 straight. They beat up on Detroit. I think they have Golden State tonight, right? So that'll yeah. be fun. Um, they do. Maybe a revenge game from the other night. Uh, which I took Golden State. Grizzlies beat Oklahoma City by 73, 152 to 79. They had two quarters in the teens. They gave up two quarters with 40 plus points. They allowed Jeremiah Robinson Earl had a minus 56, a plus minus, and his teammates weren't much better. They were like minus 53. What do we do? Do we relegate them? I like the so, soccer role here. I wish we could have relegation, Sal. Oh, it's a how great, great would be a great be? thing in baseball and basketball. We could have it in both. Yeah. I'd Maybe just, hockey. So Jeremiah Robinson Earl was minus 52. 56. 56. Well, Martin was minus one unit on the under. Oh, no. I, I looked at a halftime. The under? Was, what was the under? 216. Well, that was at least close. I mean, at halftime, I mean, I'm looking at the score at halftime. One team has 80 points <laughs> and the other team has 39 points. I'm like, I was like, there's no way that this game, game goes over, right? Yeah. Because like they got it. There's a, what were they going to do? Score 150 points? <laughs> Literally said that out loud. And you know and what they, they did? did? They scored 150 damn points. To 79. Well, I mean, you should be mad at Oklahoma City. They should have scored in the 50s. You would have had a shot. <laughs> right. Good I always Lord. like to talk about the guy who went into a coma at a certain period. And I mentioned earlier in the week that if you went into a coma at the end of Super Bowl 18. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I heard this yesterday. It, 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 you would if you when when the Raiders upset the Washington Redskins in mm-hmm. Super Bowl 18, if you fell into a coma that night and just woke up, you'd be like, who do you got in this uh, in this Washington and uh, Raiders game? Like, wait, the Raiders are in Las Vegas. Oh, they mo- moved from L.A.? Well, no, they they moved from Oakland. Like, right. no, no, no. They you must not have heard. They they left Oakland and went to L.A. Right. Yeah, but then they went back to Oakland. Now they're in Vegas and Washington. What they moved? Uh, no, no, they're still that same team. Right. But then why don't they have a name? Imagine that. Same thing. You go into a a, a comb at the same point. Wait, the Memphis who beat the the yeah. Oklahoma Watts? What the hell? What what, what 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 did I miss? It's a lot going on. How about that? The Raiders owner is a little boy. <laughs> He's a 12 year old boy. That's issue number 78 uh, on their list. All right. So that's it. I think we've said it all. I have a quick question. Go ahead. Two nights ago at the, at this same Oklahoma city thunder uh, team, Drake was courtside between a rockets game. Oh yeah. And an Oklahoma city thunder game. Right. What do you think Drake was doing in Oklahoma city on a Thursday night? Interesting. Mm. 
Like, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, what is today? Friday. So it was on Wednesday night. Like, just on a Wednesday night, like, he's obviously not performing. It's a good question. Otherwise, he'd be at his performance. Right. But I just, what, what could, what yeah, could, and he wouldn't get there a day early, probably, right? I, I can't imagine he spent ten, uh, t- uh, toiling around Oklahoma mm. City just, you know, for lunch. I've gotten to talk to Bill Burr. Maybe he's trying to pick a up a very accent? little bit in my life. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> that, that, you know, Bill Burr, the comedian. I'm, I'm familiar. He does it right. He's rich. And he does, he jet sets around the country, nay, the world to go watch sports. That's what, when he has free time, that's what he does. That's the way to live. If you give me some, give me some loot on that level, like Drake or Bill Burr, not that they're probably have the same uh, bank accounts, but that's what I would do. What, what game do I want to see this week? Let's go. Let's get on the plane or otherwise. That's nice. That must be, that must be actual wealth to think, you know, what of all the places I can be. I'm looking Oklahoma now. <laughs> Chesapeake Energy Arena, baby, there, for Oklahoma City. I don't think this is, answers your question, but there is a, a seafood restaurant in Oklahoma City called The Drake. Oh, it looks pretty good. Indeed. I don't think it has anything to do with it. Seafood in Oklahoma City. So I, there you yeah, go. I couldn't, I'd be running to go try that place, huh? Hey, you should run with a gold hat. That's what you could do. If you go to extrapoints.com slash arcade, play our free-to-play games. The gold hats came. We got a, you have one check, right? Coming your way. I do. Uh, Harry does, the Parlay Kid does, Toby does. Um, I'm trying to think if that's it for uh, staff wise. You got to get yourself one, Martin. Yeah, wear it uh, backwards. We'll work on it. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna bring uh, it in. How, how, how do you spell Dan Quinn backwards? Uh, backwards I tweeted out without the context oh, yeah. of Dan Quinn's backwards hat, but you know, now several generations ago, Bum Phillips and Tom Landry shaking hands before. I saw that. Before a Cowboys Oilers game, or yeah. maybe it was a Cowboys Saints game. I don't, game, think, way. I don't remember. Ten gallon hat versus yeah. that fedora. Man, that was a better day. That was the times. <laughs> Those were the times. All right. I don't have to worry about the Cowboys this weekend. Martin, good luck to you and your Wolverine check. You got pit all over the place. Come on, Steelers. Steelers. Do it one last time. And Panthers. Extrapoints.com. Oh, go to the shop also. 20% goes to No Kid Hungry. You can buy yourself an Extra Points hoodie or stickers, all kinds of stuff out there. And a reminder to everyone out there who may feel like an underdog, please remember, you're all my favorites. 